some nights that weren't so legendary. The non-legendary nights are done. Tonight is gonna be legendary. Welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Seance Podcast. We've been gone for a while, Jordan. We've been gone, we've been gone, but we are back. Never fear, Stayos is here, baby. Absolutely. Now, while we've been gone, we've missed the chance to properly uh, celebrate the one-year anniversary of the Stayos podcast. Oh! Yeah, I'm okay with that. But you can forward all gifts to us, if you'd like. Oh, yeah. And uh, details will be to those who DM us. And our Instagram page at yeah. Stayos Podcast on Instagram at Stayos Podcast on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to send us for our anniversary. And none of those uh, uh, one hundred thousand followers or uh, the ladies who ask us, do we want to see them in their underwear? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a return <laughs> well no all jokes aside uh, we just want some of the organic listeners to you know show some support what would you like to give us we take gift baskets um, we take uh, uh, what's, the, what's the fruit thing where they cut it into shapes of superheroes and trash oh my uh, god I don't even know <laughs> What? You know, you, you know the people they they cut pears and trash and then like pieces oh, of lightning. Fruit Ninja? No, not Fruit Ninja. That's a phone game. Oh, um, <laughs> that's the first thing I thought about when you said cutting fruit in half. Edible arrangements. Yeah. Ah, edible yeah. arrangements. Okay, you should have said we're, like into flowers or something. I would have got it there. Oh, yeah, we we eat them joints. You know, some edible arrangements. You want to throw that out with quiet money? I want quiet money. You send me quiet money. He can have all the fruit he wants. Give me some green. I I didn't want to go all Baptist church with this. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, yes, the the roof of the church does need repair. So if you'd (laughs) like to send some quiet money, please do so. But we also take edible arrangements. I ain't mad at it. Whatever you say. I mean, I, I guess I could use a little fruit. I have been eating pretty uh, unhealthy lately. It's, it's, I think it was the depression from not being uh, able to record a, a legendary episode every week for the last month and month or so. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad we're back. This is this is this is like a a diet for me. Okay, that's great. Jordan's been trying to get his life together. I've been trying to get my life together. And the times that our lives have been together have not met until today. <laughs> but that's all right. We're back. Happy we anniversary back. to us. Yes, sir. Many more. Many more. And speaking of historic dates, what you this got? date may go down in recent Chicago Bears history. 
Uh-oh. What, what, As what, we what, record. What's the <laughs> As we record, within the last hour or so, the Chicago Bears have traded Jordan Howard to the Philadelphia Eagles for an edible arrangement. <laughs> They got literally nothing back for this man. (laughs) First two years of his career, 2,400 plus yards, and you get back a paper bag for Jordan Howard. In reality, it is a conditional 2020 draft pick. It starts off as a base sixth round pick and conditionally Mm -hmm. can become a fifth round pick. I don't know what the condition is of that. That makes it a <laughs> fifth round pick. Well. It's the difference between drafting a punter and a kicker. Oh, boy. Uh, we will miss you, Jordan Howard. We know that this past year was a little turbulent. And you didn't always see eye to eye with Matt Nagy and the system. The system didn't always agree with you. I get that. But personally, I was prepared to keep Jordan Howard as kind of a fail-safe. It wasn't like Jordan Howard was completely useless in the offense. No, he wasn't completely useless, but he wasn't completely valuable either. Not the way he used to be. Of course, you know, the old offense, it catered to everything Jordan Howard was about. 24 to 30 carries a game, you know, just pushing the ball down the throat of the middle of that interior of the line. But that's not what we're about anymore. We're high-flying. We got we got speedy receivers, speedy running backs all over the place. This is a new day. And so I, I'm, I'm all for what just happened. I, I wish we could have got a little bit better compensation for it. But, hey, it was meant to be. It, it, it was bound to happen. Uh, hopefully he has a good career going forward in Philly. You know, much thanks to him and what he accomplished while he was here. Very good running back. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're going in a different direction. So I can't say that I'm mad about what, what went down. Here's my hang-up. My thing is, you got a sixth-round pick. Yeah. And I, I was okay with trading Jordan Howard. I was fine with the idea. I was, I was honestly in the position where I was okay if you traded him, and I was okay if you didn't. Because I I believe that there's some use for Jordan Howard in this offense. Jordan, what if I told you that all the things that we think are wrong with Jordan Howard aren't really that wrong? What do you mean? So, let's say the knock on Jordan Howard is he couldn't catch. Right? Right. Like, he wasn't useful in the pass game. What if I told you the Bears just didn't use him? What if I told you <laughs> this is like a new 30 for 30? Yeah, I, I just I, I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't think that that's the case. I think he's he's had plenty of chances to prove himself. He I had just zero drops last year. That. He had zero drops last year. They only because, they only threw to him 26 times. They only okay. threw him 26 times. He caught 20 of them and the other six were the quarterback's fault. Look. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I just don't put my trust in someone who has had a a track record of dropping balls more than he's catched them. 
I don't care if he didn't have any drops last year. That's because he didn't get thrown the ball a lot, and we're going in a different direction. You can upgrade from a Jordan Howard. Like, let's just be real. You can upgrade from him. So I'm I'm not at all mad at what went down. Again, I, I it's his time. Some people is just their time. You can upgrade from Jordan Howard. I'm again. I'm not against. I wasn't against trading him. I was against getting a. a a pot full of green juice. Hey, green juice is healthy for you. Not when you put the bacon drippings in there. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> but in, 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 anyway, get back, get back. Um, <laughs> Not no grub report yet. <laughs> no, I'm just saying this. Jordan Howard wasn't the the villain that we would like him to to appear. You know, I mean, again, you can do better. There are better running backs that fit the system that the Bears are trying to run. But I'm just saying he wasn't the absolute worst option. In fact, the Bears played better, apparently, when they took the ball more out of the quarterback's hands and put it into the running back's hands. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I, I look. You're not going to get me to talk about my man Mitch, okay? He, he is on the rise, brother. I, I think this year it, it's it's going to be a completely different shape. I think he's going to take another step forward. So, no, I, I hey, if you want to say you put the hand, you put the ball in the hands of the running back. I put my trust in more more in Tariq Cohen. With that, I. I just don't I don't see I don't see the benefit of right now as it stands. I don't see the benefit of, you know, Jordan Howard as part of this offense. So. So what what I'm saying, though, is what you get from Jordan Howard, it beats what you got back in return. Now, there may not have been a market for for Jordan Howard. Maybe that's why you got what you got. Of course not. Nobody came knocking. But does that market pick up? When you get around draft time and you can use them in addition to another draft pick to maybe move up the board. And instead of just getting a sixth pick, you might be able to move from a fourth to the back end of the third and get your running back. So then do you honestly agree that you think they would have had a market build closer to the draft? Why not? We don't, I mean, you don't you don't know what happens. You don't know who gets hurt. You don't know who doesn't get a deal done. You don't know who fails a drug test. That's true. He's looking you know at you, Le'Veon Bell. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to put my trust more in the executive of the year, Ryan Pace. Congratulations, by the way. But I, I, I just, I just feel like Ryan probably did his homework. He might have, you know, did a little bit of scouting around and, 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 you know, getting some calls and trying to get a feel for what Jordan Howard's value was around the league. And, you know, probably came back with an empty plate. Uh, Philly probably was the only one that was like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take him off your hands and give you a, a, a piece of cornbread. But, uh, again, like we talked about, we don't know what that conditional what that condition is. It's a conditional 2020 pick. Uh, we'll see if the pick can maybe move up a couple rounds. Who knows? It can only move up to fifth. The condition, whatever that condition is, can only push it to the fifth round. That's it. Oh, I didn't even know that. So it, it can only officially go up one round? 
that's it. The best you can do for Jordan Howard is a fifth rounder next year. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that 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 thing ain't shooting up. It's going up <laughs> one round. I'm gonna need that thing to go up four rounds, brother. <laughs> it's not. Let's get all the conditioning we can get. <laughs> so since you've traded Jordan Howard, you better draft Miles Sanders. I don't have a problem with that, but do you think he's going to be there for me? Do you think he's going to be there for the Bears? I don't know. He's he's running up some boards. But that's what I'm saying. They got him in. The, they had him. He started off in the area of round three. He had a pretty good combine, so I don't know if that pushed him into two. But you got to go get Miles Sanders, and that's why I would have held on to Jordan Howard, because if I see the market for a running back moving quickly or quicker than I thought, you take Jordan Howard and you package him with your third rounder or your fourth rounder. Oh, they don't have a fourth rounder, right? Or your fifth rounder. You try to scoot up somewhere, man. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. That's good business. That's a good smart move. That's good thinking. But, hey, you never know. I, I'm, I'm not just going to throw all my chips into the Miles Sanders pot. There's a couple of other guys in there, too, man. You look at Memphis, uh, Daryl Henderson, speedy running back. I like him. Uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. I believe he's on Oklahoma. Uh, but you got a, a number of running backs where they're not like elite, elite talent like Saquon Barkley was or, you know, Christian McCaffrey and people like that who you knew were going to go in the first round. But the value that they bring in the round that they should be getting picked, the third, the fourth, the fifth, you're going to get some really decent running backs that could turn into potential bail cows uh, depending on which team they go to. And, and, and again, Chris. I am telling you right now, book it. I'm putting my chips. I'm putting most of my chips. I'm not going to put them all in the center of the table, but I'm putting most of my chips in the center of the table for Mike Davis. You better watch out. This is a very under-the-radar move. I've watched Mike Davis a few times in Seattle. He has very, very low mileage on the on those those, those that, that tread. That dude is nice. He's shifty for a big back. He's powerful. He has a little bit more speed than Jordan Howard. I like that pickup. Yeah, I mean, I, I I looked at that pick. I mean, that pickup, and I thought it could it could work out for the Bears. I didn't consider him the Jordan Howard replacement. It appears that Pace may feel that way, but um, I don't know. Miles Sanders. I would like Miles Sanders. It was looking like he's still he's bumped up to the second round. You got David Montgomery, who's getting a lot of uh, fanfare, but they say he may drop. So those are the two I'm looking at right now to to come in and do the things that you're looking for your running back to do. Because if all you end up with is is another, you know, ground and pound guy, mm-hmm. you had that with Jordan Howard, you know. So I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but you got an upgraded version of that, though. He's not just ground and pound. That man has enough speed and and uh, shiftiness where he can be uh, uh, an even better version and and someone who fits better in Matt Nagy's offense. You watch, man. I'm telling you, man. Just look at a couple of highlights, which I'm pretty sure you've probably done already. I mean, there's not a lot of tape on him, but the tape that he ha- he does has, he does have, 
it, it it was actually kind of impressive, bro. He 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 showed out a few times. I forgot what team he played where he had about a, a good 140 something yards, two touchdowns in one game when it was just him. And then think about this too. The team that he's coming from, they you know, a lot of these these squads have a lot of running back by committee type approaches. And Seattle was one of them where they had him, uh, they had Chris Carson, they had another guy, I can't remember. I mean, it was like three or four cats trying to share. The load back there, there was nobody that really could take over as much. But when you just do the eye test, Mike Davis got some got some talent, bro. Mike Davis got a little bit of talent in him. Well, let's hope so. Um, while we're on the Bears, we're just going to briefly go back and take a look at what they did in free agency. Mike Davis being one of those moves. Uh, yeah. Buster Scrine. Also, you got HaHa. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And and some special teams guy from Atlanta, his name escapes me right now. But I like the <laughs> oh, move to get high. Yeah. Um my only thing is and, and I know coverage is now, especially according to and the Bears are very much into pro football focus, except with Jordan Howard. But the Bears are pretty much into pro football focus. And the the thing now is having secondary that can cover there's more of a premium placed on coverage in the secondary than on helping the run, which right. is what HaHa does. But I'm a little concerned with HaHa and Eddie Jackson because neither one of them is very dynamic at run support. So, you know, you're, you're hoping that your front seven contains that run and doesn't get into those safeties. Well, I, I, I know one thing. I like the pickup. Uh, I'm, when you compare HaHa to Adrian Amos, and, and just realistically, Adrian Amos, you know, probably a little bit better tackler. I was listening to a, a, a report today where uh, there was a guy, of course, from Wisconsin. Uh, you know, I think he called in somebody that the analysts knew here, good friends, and they were trying to compare when HaHa was in Green Bay. And one of the things he said is, you all better look out. You know, there are going to be a few times where he's going to show out, give you some really flashy plays, but for the most part, be aware of his uh, under underwhelming uh, tackling ability. And uh, I, I don't know, maybe I just haven't seen it, but... You know, I, I take that with a grain of salt. I'm just going to kind of stay in pat and see what it is that he can do. I mean, he had a very good year. It was a Pro Bowl year. Matter of fact, in Green Bay when he was surrounded by a bad offense, by the way. And now he comes here where everybody pretty much at every level on defense is a beast. Now you pair him up with a former teammate from Alabama and Eddie Jackson, who is a Pro Bowler. Uh, one of the best, if not, you know, probably making his name for the best safety in the league. That 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 can speak volumes for a player who needs to kind of come back from a bad year in Washington. So don't underestimate that. And then of course, you know, you know, he might be hearing the rumblings about oh, he can't do this, he can't do that. Yeah, okay. Just watch out. I, I think Haha was a very under the radar move. Oh yeah, I mean I, I think he's gonna pay dividends as as far as making some of the plays on the ball that Amos couldn't make even though Amos seems to have gotten a little better this past year at making a play on the ball. But like, like I said, I, I like his coverage ability. I like his ability in the past game. Uh, his, run co- his run support leaves 
a bit to be desired, but I don't think it's so horrendous that, you know, teams are going to be able to just kill you with the run. I mean, unless you got Saquon who kills everybody. So, you know, that, that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. Yeah. One thing that I wish the bears had done, and there's still time. Maybe they'll address it in the draft. I wish the bears had would have gone and picked up maybe a, a third pass rusher and uh, going out and, and maybe got a guy who could come in and rush the passer and yeah. Khalil in or, or Floyd needs to, to get a breather on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, is Shaquille Barrett picked up yet? That is one name I did not hear uh, picked up yet. You know, I personally would have liked if Justin Houston would have came this way. But, uh, no, I don't think Shaquille Barrett has been picked up. I could be wrong, but I have not heard anything actually since Justin Houston got picked up. So maybe maybe there, there's a couple of still good names out there, good good names uh, still out there for us to get. Justin Houston would have wanted too much money to be so ouchy. <laughs> be ouchy. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, he is an injury-prone player. I mean, he's getting up in years. He's not, you know, as durable. But I don't know. I probably wouldn't have given him that amount either. But, uh, you know, it would have been nice to still see him here. We had the money. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what are we going to do with the rest of that money? I would have taken Clay. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it'll be fun to to see what the Bears do in the draft. We do look forward to that, and, and hopefully Pace can uncover some gems. Pace does yeah. his best work in the middle to later rounds. Yes, he does. That's, that's all the Bears have. So he's going <laughs> to just uh, compile all these picks and the rounds that he does well and uh, maybe rebuild your team every three years with fourth and fifth and sixth round picks. Say <laughs> so, this is what he planned all along. Huh? This is what he meant to do. <laughs> He's somewhere in a dark room twiddling his fingers. <laughs> I mean, kudos yeah. to him, though. Uh, honestly, it it does take some good scouting and good drafting ability to actually evaluate talent after you know, kind of like the 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 easy rounds. I mean, the first and second round, you kind of uh, got the got the obvious you know, picks. I think it takes a great deal of intelligence and homework, you know, and just, just good eye for talent when you have to really like dig deep and find, okay, this person, maybe if they could just tweak this or this person went to uh, you know, a, a, a little known school, a small school in the back of the woods in Prairie, Missouri or somewhere. And nobody knew about him like Tariq Cohen, you know, maybe we can go ahead and dig him up. You know, that that's the type of talent evaluating evaluation that you need on a team where it's not easy to say oh this person just explodes off the off the uh the 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 screen and he just wows you with all this athleticism and the superior power no you 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 do your best work when it's late in the in the draft and you really have to come up with some some good talent so i think he'll be fine yeah my thing is though those first three rounds are where your stars come from even though a lot of you get a lot of guys who slip through the cracks, the majority yeah, of your Brady. stars and the majority of your stars, though, majority 
of your stars are still in rounds one through three? I don't know, man. A lot of busts come from rounds one through three, too, man, because a lot of well, people you, over-evaluate. Well, yeah. It's, it's boomer bust, but the majority of your stars come one through three. Your guys in, in four and later, or you know, even three and later, those are going to be guys who, they're going to be 15-year starters, and you're going to remember them and you know, hold them in high regard. But your Hall of Famers, rounds one through three. It's boomer bust. That's why you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Speaking of people who may not know what they're doing, how about those bulls? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always seem to know what they're doing at the last second, like when it's too late. Like they, they just now figured out, hey, maybe we shouldn't play all of our halfway decent to really good players so we can lose a few more games. No, 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 no. Now you want to sit out everybody and and be still two games up above Cleveland for that third least low spot. So good job, Bulls. Good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually a game and a half now. So. Oh, is it? They lost? Or the rather, I mean, the, 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 the Cavs won tonight? I don't know if it was tonight. The Cavs are 19 and 56, and the Bulls are 21 and 55. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, we, we got a game and a half lead over them. Okay, well, hey, keep tanking. Hopefully the Cavs can, you know, eat some spinach a couple couple games and uh, match us. You do know Zion Williamson is going to be a New York Knicks, right? Hey, hey, you watch your mouth, okay? The or an Atlanta Hawks. Three teams. The bottom three teams are, are, are have the same percentage. It doesn't matter how weak – New York is trying to act. They got their two big contracts coming up. Their two big uh, max contract uh, deals coming up. They don't need any more help. Hopefully the people on behind the scenes can see that and give us Zion Williamson. You know, the sixth worst record is the Dallas Mavericks. Wouldn't Zion be interesting with Luka? Oh, my goodness. Why don't you start? Don't you start. Luka anyway. and KP. Yeah. Yeah, that that actually would be nice. But hey, 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 stop trying to get me to think about other teams. It's bulls or bust, baby, okay? Zion is coming to the United Center. It's set up perfectly. The draft is here. The All-Star game is here. Bulls, baby. Bulls. And Lowry Marketing will be sitting out the next or the final six games of the season for the same reason that most of us have sat out the entire season. Fatigue. <laughs> yeah, extremely tired of watching these games. Apparently, Larry was like, all right, I've had enough. I hope he's can okay, I, though. Yeah. Can I stay home? I'd rather not sit on the bench and watch this either. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Six games left. Let's 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 shut it down. Now, I, I realistically hope he's okay though, because you know I don't know what that means for somebody as young as he is to be extremely fatigued. I mean, the dude he plays basketball all the time. He's conditioned already for this. I don't know if had if it has anything to do with you know the beginning of the season when he was kind of out for a while and had to recover. 
But I would I would think that, you know, he's already passed that. You know, he plays overseas for his country during the during the offseason. So I mean, I don't I don't get what the extreme fatigue is all about unless just that's just their way of saying, hey, you know, sit these last couple out. We don't we don't need you playing. Yeah, and when you sit out your stars, isn't Zach down for the rest of the year too? Yeah, Zach is down, Otto's down. Nobody who's legitimately a, a decent talent is is really playing. You know, I think Wayne Seldon Jr. is going to be getting the the, the 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 superstar status now. So one cool thing about extreme fatigue is you can't really prove that it's not that. So well, good job, Bulls training staff. When will you hear me say that again? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. You say you can't prove them wrong, huh? Like, oh, we'll just we'll just say this. <laughs> but you know what? They're so bad that they probably like gave him something or fed him something that actually gave him fatigue instead of just writing fatigue on the injury report. <laughs> They're terrible. They're terrible. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So for the rest of the year. We'll be seeing who the Rat King will be in Bulls game. Well, people who watch the Bulls games will be seeing who the Rat King is going to be on a nightly basis. And by Rat King, I mean player who probably isn't going to be worth anything in his NBA future, but he's going to score a lot of points because somebody has to score. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. We may see a Wayne Selden 30-burger. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, uh, sure. Do you see how how, how joyful I am sounding right now? Enough of that. The NCAA (laughs) tournament, uh, just real, real quickly, the Duke Blue Devils should be out. Right? Don't you think? Um, they sure they sure weren't the best team that game. UCF played their hearts out, and if uh, the the eight foot five whatever dude name is was in the game, Taco uh, Taco Bell, yeah, if he would have been in the game, I don't think that they would have uh, gotten that rebound, and RJ Baird wouldn't have had an easy easy putback. So, and I don't and think that was a foul when Zion went into him. Thank so, you. Yeah. Not only I that, got, I gotta admit. How about the offensive foul, the clear offensive foul from Zion before he took off, where he pushes yeah. the guard down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We know what that was about. I mean, everybody wants to see Zion. Which, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. But just don't make it that obvious. Like UCF was clearly the better team that day. They did their thing. Um, and they did deserve to win, but of course, that doesn't come in the category of W's. That just comes in the category of you tried your best. Now go home. So, very, very uh, heartwarming uh, uh, post-game interview or post-game uh, speech by the coach too to the team. That was that was impressive. That was powerful. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, Duke is on 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 their way. <laughs> And look for Taco Fall to have a very uh, average to subpar NBA career that'll last roughly four years and warm the heart. 
Okay, so with that in mind, bro, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that that's his dream, and I don't know if you heard it, but I read I, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he is trying to really pursue an NBA career. Something about he wants to be some a rocket scientist or something. I don't know. He's like super smart, supposedly, and he's trying to get into. He's trying to really like be the next Steve Jobs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, hey. I mean, he could get into the league. I mean, I'm pretty sure if he actually is eligible, you know, for the draft, then somebody is going to want that type of uh, player. I mean, he's not uh, a lumbering idiot. He 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 pretty much is a he's a, he's a decent looking uh, big guy. So I'm pretty sure he'll get some picked up by somebody if he does go into the draft. I would take him in with the Bulls. This was the Bulls' starting lineup. Last night. Are you ready? Uh, I, let me get my bucket for throw up. <laughs> Go ahead. While, Go ahead. While, while canvassing the interwebs of Bleacher Report, the Bulls starting lineup last night was Shaquille Harrison. He likes to be called Shaq. Antonio Blakeney, everyone's favorite bull except mine. The Samson guy, I don't even know his first name, and I'm not going to put forth any effort to find out. Wayne Seldon and Robin Lopez. How's that? <sighs> it's uh, debilitating. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that isn't the biggest tank driving through the NBA right now. Well, actually, you need to put you said Felicio wasn't in the lineup, right? No, so Robin Lopez should have sat. Yeah, Robin should have sat his butt down. Robin is the reason why they actually won a few games. You, you Did you realize there was a streak where Robin was playing like he was Joel Embiid? Like a couple of highlights I saw of their wins. The dude had like 20-something points, and the way he was playing it was almost like he, he somebody told him to, to, to drink some youth juice or something. He was springing around, doing all type of moves. I'm like, what are you doing? You're ruining the plan. No, no, he's not ruining the plan. He's being Robin Lopez. The thing is, <laughs> you don't start him. I mean, he, Robin, the players aren't going to tank. You have to put guys in there who fit the tank. They're a capable tank drivers. Robin Lopez, he's great with the fans, great with mascots, a good interview, strong leader in the locker room. He is not a great tank driver. Because he tries really hard. And when he tries really hard, he's generally successful. Yeah. But when you put in, uh, what's his name? Felicio? Felicio. Gooby Felicio. Um, when you put him in, you're, you're going to see some, some exciting tank basketball. He is a very capable tank driver. Oh, Gooby. So I'm going to start calling him Gooby Felicio. Gooby Felicio? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> this, is just, this is just falling apart as we go. Gooby <laughs> Felicio. Doesn't he look like a kid that they called Gooby? Oh, God. Yes, they, he look looks at, like a kid called Gooby. Look oh at his God. face one more time. The next time you see him, just think Gooby, and you're going to have quite the laugh. 
He should have one of those hats with the little propellers on the top. <laughs> Absolutely. <sighs> God. Gooby Felicia. All right. We've killed this Bulls thing. Well, we didn't kill it. Please, please move on. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't kill it, but we huh. we spent too much time on it. And, see, and this is what this is what the people complain about that we spend too much time on this stuff. Who cares? So, up next, we're gonna since we're talking basketball, LeBron James is gonna miss the playoffs. <sighs> All is right with the world. That just put a smile on my face. We just got through talking about the Bulls and the demise of them. And now we bring it all the way back to the supposed GOAT. Ah, the GOATs. You were coming to L.A. You were going to bring them back from the depths of the darkness and bring them into L.A. and bring them into the playoffs and challenge the Warriors and the likes of the Rockets. And yet, you can't even get in. Uh. And now LeBron's going to be at home watching the finest television, eating the finest nachos, watching the playoffs. He ain't even watching no playoffs. That man's got a script in front of him right now. At the top, it says Space Jam 2. That man, he already knew he didn't care about this season. So he's going to just go and and goof around (laughs) with with Bugs and Daffy? Yeah, he fit on, he, he, he he's about to go uh, uh, take his talents to uh, Looney Tune Land. Wow! <laughs> but again, this is why he is not the goat. Like for me, the argument died a long time ago. But this just reiterates the argument again. He is not the goat. You quit on your team. You are not a leader like you say you are. You have the knowledge. You have the IQ. You have the talent. Yes. Not taking away LeBron James's career and his, 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 uh, his legacy, but it's tarnished. His legacy has always been someone getting him to a championship. LeBron is in himself a very, very, very good talent. Great talent. One of the best. But to sit up here and continue to just waste your time and waste your breath for all those who keep talking about LeBron is the best we ever seen and he didn't surpass Michael Jordan and this and that. No, no. You think MJ would have allowed this mess to happen this year? There will be five dead Lakers right now. Like, like people would be dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kobe would have just mambaed everybody at some point. Yeah. Dude, it would be, it would be, it would be, it would be a massacre. It would be a massacre. Somebody would, would be getting it right now. LeBron don't care. Oh, now you got goofy Lance Stevenson doing all types of tricks and stepping on people's foot, making them look like they don't know how to guard. <laughs> Lance out there making them dance. Lance is dancing and mamba and and doing all types of horchata salsa. Jeff Green got played, but I I will say he did get stepped on. I mean, it did make it look worse. Lance is making them dance. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the LeBron goat thing, like you said, that died years ago. He's quit on four franchises now 
The only difference with this Lakers one is he can bounce back. And when whenever he gets some big name free agent to come in there and and carry half his weight, he'll he'll be fine. He's he's just done a number on this Lakers team uh, with the trade talks and then to to sit on his pedestal and tell these young men, well, you guys, y'all need to suck it up. You know, this is a business. The NBA is a business. If you never you never had your name in the trade talks, you need to learn this is a business. From a guy who's never ever had his name in a trade talk. Yeah. How does he know how it feels? The the minute LeBron's name comes up in trade conversation, legit trade conversation, he's gonna he's gonna react differently just like the rest of those young guys did. Because it's never happened to him. But meanwhile, you're walking around basically for all intents and purposes, they know where this is coming from. You're telling your teammates they're not good enough. How do you think they're gonna perform? How do you think you're going to feel if you're Kyle Kuzma? You're putting up 19 points a game. You're Brandon Ingram. You're putting up 17 points a game. And you're telling me I'm not doing my job well enough. Yeah. No. No. no that, that team's a shambles. He thought he was going to come in there and move pieces around. He thought he was the guy who still had the juice in the league. But the thing is, and he got fired for this, Dale Demps, because maybe he, LeBron does have the juice in the league. But there was one guy who threw a monkey wrench into it. He got fired for it, but he threw a monkey wrench into it. And that was Dale Demps. He says, I'm not just going to do something because LeBron wants it. Right. That trade offer was trash anyway. But yeah, the Lakers, they're out of the playoffs. And, you know, arguably speaking... The Lakers have a better team than what the Cavs had last year, or a comparable team, at least. One could arguably say. So, it's just as we all thought. Being in the West was going to be difficult for LeBron. We were off in our prediction. We had the Lakers somewhere in the middle of the playoffs, you know, losing in the first round to a better team or second round. But they fell flat on their face this year. And, and and that falls at the at the feet of the leader. Here here's my thing, and th- this is why LeBron, as he gets older, or as he should have already learned, as you get older, you need to kind of start getting back into playing your official position or your role. I didn't think LeBron. I don't think LeBron should have played point guard as much as he should have this year. You had Lonzo Ball who was developing. You messed that up. You got a proven point guard in Rajon Rondo, who I think if he would have handled the ball more and been healthy this year, that would have made a bigger difference if he would have, you know, kind of controlled the pace and the flow of the game. And then just let LeBron kind of play more of a backseat role. But of course, we know LeBron doesn't do that. You have to appease to what LeBron wants. And that's why things went south. You have a, a team full of young players who are still trying to tap into their own potential, who are trying to be great for themselves. They're not trying to hear what this this old legend is talking about. And and again, you know, once Anthony Davis didn't slide through, you know, that that kind of broke the chemistry right there. That messed everything up too. So don't let's let's not underestimate that as well. You know, they they didn't care nothing about that. Um or about him after that. So it's a lot of factors, man, but I think that uh one big thing could have been he needed to kind of stop playing point guard as much. Stop trying to run everything, you know, 
through you and let let the point guards do their jobs. Yeah, I mean, you 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 may be on to something. You may be on to something there, but I I don't think Rondo running point guard would have made that much difference because now we're hearing now we're hearing the LeBron apologists with all the injury talk. Well, you know, he was hurt for 15 yeah. games. And he now that it's somehow, quote-unquote, leaked, that he may still be dealing with the groin injury. Stop. Whatever. Stop. If he was dealing with the groin injury, he should have gotten healthy. Point blank. Should have gotten healthy. You mean to tell me that LeBron James just go ahead and sitting this one out? or sitting another week out, see where you go. And if you don't do well, you can go ahead and tank the season on out and get your ready-made superstar, but LeBron doesn't want that. You think LeBron wants Zion Williamson coming to L.A.? You think he wants that? No. No, not at all. He wants an established veteran coming. He doesn't have the time to wait for a young guy to develop. He doesn't want that. So he had to come and play for his legacy. He had to play for his legacy. But he one thing LeBron always does, he always sets himself up a safety net with some of his statements. Look at many of his statements. And the things he says and the things he does, there's always a safety net. He never is out there on a limb where if something goes wrong, it all falls on him. It's always... You know, LeBron's the guy that, that gives the excuse before the game is over or when he first starts. I just want to let y'all know, man, you know, I might not shoot well tonight because, you know, my finger is messed up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that whole I thought I was the GOAT when I won the title for Cleveland, that was him prepping all of us for the fact that this season may be trash. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. Shout out to Chicago baseball. Opening day started. We're not going to get into it. We do, do want to give a shout out to Chicago baseball. The White Sox lost. The Cubs won. I don't think that's going to keep happening in either direction. Uh, I think the Cubs are going to be in the talks for the division, and the White Sox are going to be somewhere in the middle of the division. Um, we may see for the first time in a few years, both baseball teams missed the playoffs. Sorry. <sighs> you, reality, you, huh? You trying to you trying to get me to say something? No. Did you have thoughts? Those are my thoughts. So you think both baseball teams are going to miss the playoffs? I said it's a good chance. Yes. Okay. Well. I'll just take our chances a little bit better than yours, seeing as we got off to a tremendous start today. 12 to 4, thank you, over, yes, the weakest team probably in the league, Texas Rangers. But hey, you win and you, you play who's in front of you. You do. I'm just saying. No, that's okay. I did. 95 wins last year without a healthy Chris Bryant, a healthy you Darvish. All right, so, you know, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Not worried a bit. Yes, everybody else is going to be really, really good this year in our division. I think the NL Central is a very powerful division, but uh, the Cubs are not walkovers, not by a long shot. I, so, I did not we'll say see. that. 
I didn't say you said that. I'm just making sure it's clear, brother. It's clear, okay? The Cubs are not to be messed with. You watch. The, the beauty of recording things, you can always go back and replay it. So, and I'll, and I'll say it again. What I said is the Cubs will be in that crowd to win the division. I just don't think they'll win it. And if they don't win the division, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. Well, I just kind of simplified it. So you think the Cubs will not make the playoffs. And I disagree. Okay. I expected that response. Of course you did. You better expect it all year. Because every W, I'm going to make sure you know about it, brother. Wow. And unfortunately, I didn't hear about how Eloy Jimenez's uh, debut was. I I know they lost 5-3, to but I don't know how he did. So I hope he did good, though. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I, I I look forward to seeing his development as it carries on throughout the season. But again, we'll get into baseball on, on another on another pod. Let's get on to the grubber, the grubber report. <laughs> the grubber <laughs> is that the new nickname now for the grubber report? <laughs> By no Hashtag means. That just grubber. that just kind of came out. Um, hey, that's all right. Let's let's go with you, Jordan. What do you got? I mean, it's it's been about a month, so I'm sure you got one locked and loaded, don't you? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I have been eating like a pig, but unfortunately, I have been going to all the same places everybody in the whole world should know by now. But since I don't have a new new spot, at least I can't think of any. Um, what I will say is. What I will be trying uh, on my cheat day, unfortunately, I will have to give in. I have been doing very good with not eating a lot of bread. But uh, this uh, new promo about the bacon crusted pizza from, uh, I believe it's Pizza Hut. Or is it Domino's? I think it's it's I think it's actually might be. Uh, is it Pizza Hut? Man, I'm yeah. getting my pizza, my pizza spots wrong. But it can't anyway, be Domino's. Look- I went there tonight and I didn't see any promos for it. Okay, so it has to be either Pizza Hut or Little Caesars, one or the other. Uh, they have a bacon crusted pizza with bacon pieces and pepperoni uh, on, on on the pizza, and it looks like a heart attack waiting to happen. But it also looks glorious. So. I think on my next cheat day, I will be trying that. It's just stuff that you see that, you know, every now and then you just got to kind of ignore, you know, what, what, what you're trying to do and just, just go for it. Just live life, man. Just live life. And that is, that is on my list. That is on my list to, uh, to get very soon. I'm going to treat myself to that. But of course, that's not what you're bringing today, right? That. That's that's what you got. Look, dude, I I don't know. I I told you at the beginning of this stairs, I told you we haven't been doing we haven't done a a, a recording in about a month. It it, kind of put me into a depression. Okay, so when I get depressed, I eat. And when I eat, sometimes I don't eat healthy. So uh, a lot of the spots that I went to are just repeats of everything that we've already discussed. So I, I have to say, I apologize to the Stay Ice listener. I apologize to my pod father here, Chris. I, I, I apologize to my own body. 
I just, I just couldn't do it, brother. I was depressed. Uh, and, and from now on, I will get it together. I will have a brand spanking new restaurant for you guys next week. You can book it. Um, as I'm talking, I'm still thinking about just any new place that I went, and I still can't come up with what. I don't think I any, went anywhere new. Any <laughs> dates with I'm- the clown? <laughs> oh God, no! Uh, what, wonder, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Actually, mm. <laughs> actually, I did, I did cheat, I did cheat with uh, the clown a couple times uh, during work. I uh, I called myself getting the uh, bacon McDouble, and it was okay. It was all right. Oh, that's that's terrible. You might as well get the bacon quarter pounder. Yeah, that's what I should have gotten. I don't know why in the world I, I settled for the McDouble. Should have got the uh, apparently the fresh off the grill patty, hundred percent beef, American, USD certified, whatever. You make it sound so wonderful. Because <laughs> I don't believe a crap load of whatever they got going on over there. Talking about some hundred percent grilled, uh, USD certified, off the grill, fresh off the presses, burger, right when you order, man. Please, that mess is sitting in a microwave, ready for you to eat. Trying to hear that mess. Let me see. And yet you ordered the jacket leather. That is the McDouble. You know what I would like? If you've ever been, have you ever been to High Park uh, Valois? You ever been to Valois in High Park? No. Okay, so that's a breakfast spot. You know what's so nice about Valois, and and I used to go there all the time when uh, I was in high school. So maybe that's my spot that I'll I'll, I'll present today. Valois, which I haven't been to in a while, is a breakfast spot where they present the food to you. They make the food to you in front of your face, in 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 a clear, uh, a, uh, uh, glass. What what do you call it? Like the uh, the 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 glass casing where they they cook all the food right in front of you the grills are right there in front of you as you walk down and ask for what you want you know so if you want an omelet the guy cracks like three or four eggs puts it on the grill chops it all up does his magic and you got yourself an omelet you want some ham pieces in it, you want some green green peppers mushrooms cheese you got it boss he sprinkles it in there and it's all done in front of your face McDonald's, that's what I want you to do. If you claim, like you say you do, that you make all of the, these these wonderful fresh quarter pounders and fresh this and fresh that, man, put make, start start implementing a a, 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 a a area where we can see the the employees actually grilling and 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 cooking these patties as we speak. Like as I'm ordering, I need to see an area where they're doing that don't 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 have them all in the back where all the microwaves are talking about some hundred percent fresh you sound very passionate about this hey man i want real food you know and and it's a sin that i had to resort to eating mcdonald's because i've always talked about putting a ban on them and yet i've given in you see what you've done to me chris this is what happens when we don't have regular podcasts Actually, over the course of the last month, I've been pretty good about dodging the clown. Well, the clown got to me. He dodged you, and you dodged him, and he 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 got me. I've been on a quest uh, because of my mid-year trip that I have planned to go to New York. I've been trying oh. to drop a few pounds. You know, I've I've gotten a little round about the jowls, 
So I'm going to drop a few pounds. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I, oh, I, was, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that at all. The jowls? <laughs> First time for everything. Okay. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta remember that one. Charles. <laughs> so I, I told myself that I'm gonna over the next couple months try to drop about 15 pounds. I've been working out a little more. Work's been rough, as uh it's clearly pointed out through the MVP podcast. Shout out to those guys. I even had to miss my guest appearance because uh, work's been rough yeah. and I, I had to deal with some some people who uh, may not necessarily be great at their job. And that <laughs> makes me have to do a little more. Uh-oh. But Carrying the load. In, yeah, that cut into one of my workout days as I like to go on my lunch because that's when I'm inspired. Because when I get home, I don't really want to go back out and do work. So I usually try to do it during lunch. Um, but I've been working out, eating a little better, counting my calories. So... There's been some some times that uh, I'm I'm all about calories in, calories out, Jordan. You get some of these people that are on their keto diets. That's fine. Uh, it's just the new Atkins diet. But they're on their keto's diet, keto diets, and they're going vegetarian and all these other different diet plans. I'm all about calories in, calories out. So what you do is you go and you play basketball for two hours, and that opens a window for you to eat half a pizza. See how that works. Wait, half a pizza? I'm just speaking hypothetically. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, you can, oh man, how big are we? Are we talking about a personal pan size or are we talking about a family size half you pizza? Know, I mean, look, just for example, Domino's, right? Domino's makes these, their medium pizzas are basically like pizza puffs. So <laughs> half, half of one of those because they only put, they only put two meatballs on every slice. Yeah. And so it's, it's, okay. it's cheese toast with, with two meatballs per slice. So really, a domino slice is probably about 150 calories. Oh, right? man, you said cheese toast. Yeah, that's true. It's like, ooh, cheese toast. And you sprinkle some garlic salt on it. So <laughs> you eat a couple of those, you only ate like 400 calories, dude. Yeah. Which you can burn off playing full-court basketball for 30 minutes. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you want to factor in, like, your sugar intake and your fat intake and stuff like that because some of those items and your starch and all that because that will turn into other things. But really, ultimately, weight loss is about calories in, calories out. Now, your organs operate a, a different way. If you're just trying to lose weight, calories in, calories out. Yeah, okay. I agree. I agree. Now, that being said, see, I have a few grub spots, and, and I want to share them all, but I, I think I'll hold back. Um, okay. Man, at least you got a, a good number of them. My goodness. <laughs> one, well, I'll give, I'll give two since, since you were a little subpar tonight. So yeah, one is, and I may have given this already, but I'm going to recommend a specific dish. Okay. And this place is called El Salto. I may have recommended this on the pod before. Okay. El Salto. It's on Calumet Avenue. 
all the way down near Munster. It's right across the street from a speedway. Brand spanking new. They just opened maybe in the last four months or so. Yeah. Four to six months. Good, great food, good portion sizes. Here's my recommendation. The chef's special. It's it's shawawa cheese on top of a bed of rice with shrimp, chicken, and peppers. So you get mm. the Spanish rice, you get the shrimp, the chicken, the peppers, and the cheese. And I think they put a little, so they got some kind of sauce that they put in there, a little salsa that they put in there. Oh, my Is it a white sauce? Uh, yes. The only reason why, yeah, because I asked because a lot of times that's what a couple of my friends said that like really took it over the top when they went there one time. Oh, so you've you've heard of the chef special? I've never heard of the chef special, but that white sauce uh, they they put it on uh, stuff like burritos and other things like quesadillas and stuff. So I think when we went there before, that's what a few friends got, and they were they were like singing the praises of this sauce. I'm like, what is the sauce? And it was like it's this white sauce. You got to try it. So yeah, so do that if you ever in Munster, somewhere around there, do. That chef special, awesome. There awesome. you go. All right, I'm trying that. My other spot, um, let's see, I'll go with this one. It's Liang's Kitchen, Chinese. What? what? Let wait a minute, are you talking about on torrents? Yeah, you don't like them. Oh, I, I, okay. I I thought that uh, I thought it was Ling's Garden or something. I don't know. Oh, sorry, Ling's Ling's Garden. Well, thanks. Oh, thanks for the assist. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ling's I, Garden. I don't know what it was. I was like, wait a minute, what? Same place. Okay. I've driven past it, driven past it, driven past it. Heard great things about it. Driven past it, driven past it. Finally went. <laughs> <clears throat> it was wonderful. Yeah. Food is clean. Yeah. Um, they have a very good rapport with the customers. Usually, sometimes you go to these Chinese places and you get a lot of the the attitude. Very good rapport with the customers. Clean food, cooked fresh, good flavor, good portion sizes. Lang's Kitchen, I mean Garden. Sorry, Lang's Garden on Torrance. I heard there's another one west that is not as good. Go to the one on Torrance. Yeah, I only know of that one. My wife used to always order from that one. Krista was like, "You gotta try the garden." Because we used to, we used to always get another one. It was on Burnham called Jay's Peapot by the airport, and then we upgraded to Lang's Garden and have been eating that Chinese food ever since. Airport. Yeah, it's by the airport, you know, the the like the uh, where where they have like the private jets and stuff over there near uh, Glenwood. I think it's Glenwood Lansing or Glenwood Dyer Road, one of the two. And it's like a little strip mall where it's called a uh, Lang's Garden. I wasn't aware of I mean, the not Lang's okay. Garden. No, I'm sorry, Jay's Peapot. Jay's Peapot. I was not aware of an airport. 
It's a small one. I mean, it's it's like, you know, they got the little private planes over there. Not like a Midway or an O'Hare, but it's clearly a like a runway. It's like, and a, a, it's like an airstrip. Yeah, yeah, right. I know you know where I'm talking about. Yeah, it's an airstrip. It's over there. I would have I would have left my plane there as opposed to my front yard. <laughs> so if you go down Burnham going south, you'll 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 run into it eventually. I have to drive my plane over. Yeah, you and your millions of dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, millions. Millions. Man, no, some good spots, man. Real good restaurant spots, man. I uh I will definitely try that chef special. That sounds de- delightful. Uh so definitely on the list for me, man. Go check them out everybody. Yeah, I got another spot, but Interestingly enough, I forgot about it, so I won't be able to share it anyway. It'll come to mind by next week. There Drop you go. these food gems on y'all. That's right. Sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> Silly. Jordan was on MVP this week again. Yes, I was. Yes, yes, yes. And I have to say, it went it went okay. Uh, okay, because it was practically my fault that i couldn't finish out the podcast with those guys uh second time on there i want to send a shout out to ian and rodney for you know inviting me and chris to the show uh i was able to get on uh they usually do their podcasts in the mornings uh during the day and you know i have to kind of finesse my way into making some time during work so that I can actually get on with them because I I really did enjoy the last time I was on and uh, they have a very uh, like free free spirited uh, conversation type style for their podcast it's really cool uh, podcast man everybody who doesn't know about it check it out magnificent vibes podcast Uh, talked about a few things talked about Zion Williamson talked about uh, the matchups talked about uh, LeBron and his legacy, kind of the, some of the same things we just talked about on here and a, a few other things, too, before I was uh, cut off because of my cheap Walmart-based phone. So, unfortunately, I couldn't stay on no longer than 30 minutes of the show. But for everybody who is interested, please go check those guys out. They are really doing an awesome job over there. Is your phone really from Walmart? Actually, to be honest, yeah, I keep making fun of it, but yeah, it is actually a Walmart family mobile special. Uh, I recently <laughs> upgraded from my previous phone, which was from Walmart as well. Uh, so, yeah, you know, that's what happens when you try to ball on a budget, man. I, I, I have to use my money very sparingly right now, you know, so can't be uh can't be getting iPhones and droids and all that other stuff right now eventually eventually when i get get another promotion or upgrade and pay hopefully uh we won't have this problem anymore hey i got a uh, two toilet paper rolls and some string if you want it oddly enough that actually might work better than this because you will always get the same quality <laughs> You ain't got to worry about no phone drop, no nothing. You know what the, what the problem was when we were doing it? I had to keep making sure that I touched my screen before it darked, uh, before it went to black. Because every time it faded to black, it, it was almost as if the whole 
system shut down. Like I stopped hearing Rodney and Ian talk and I had to keep getting invites from them. And it was just a constant thing. And it was, uh, it was painful. Then when I got on a few times, I was getting like muffled out. I couldn't hardly hear them a few times. The connection was bad. So it was just a disaster. I have to apologize to those guys, man. Once again, sorry about that guys Ian and Rodney, man. But, uh, you know, I, I listened to a, a, most of it this morning. They they kind of pushed it out quick, man. They do a good job of that. And uh, it still sounded really, really good, man. So shout out to them again. Yeah, shout out to those guys. Listen to the MVP podcast. Solid content, solid content. And this week you'll hear Jordan and all his Walmart glory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, At the beginning of the episode, we asked for some gifts due to our anniversary taking place. If anyone has an open heart, if you got a uh, old Android phone or iPhone or an earpiece or headphones, you can go ahead and send that to us, too. Jordan can use it. Yeah. Or an Apple $400 gift card. I'll take that. That'll only get you the earbuds. Wait a minute, how much? You're not not gonna get a phone from Apple for four hundred (laughs) dollars, you fool! That's how. That's how out of out of out of a date I've been. I'm thinking that the iPhones are like three hundred dollars. Apparently, where am I gonna get it? You will get an iPhone four for four (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars. Oh boy. That's like 10 phones ago. Yeah, man. All Steve right. Jobs got buried with that much in his pocket. <sighs> yeah, well, good for Steve. Yeah, but he's dead. Well, yeah, I know. It's been another great episode of the Stay House Podcast. We are back in business to all the listeners yep. that... Uh, hounded us a little bit, trying to light a fire under us. We appreciate it. <laughs> Eric is somewhere with a gun to his head. <laughs> That's fine. We love you, Eric. <laughs> oh, don't kill yourself, Eric. We're back. <laughs> Hopefully any new supporters, uh, you can appreciate us. Find us. Catch up with us. Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor. We're on uh, um, Spotify. Wherever you hear podcasts, we are there. And if not, we're trying to get there. That's right. Catch up to us. Holler at us. Follow us. Subscribe to us. I've been Chris. I've been with Jordan. I'll let y'all next time.